Hey, this is Mr. Anderson, Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, 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 what up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Peak Podcast. Um, let's see what else. I got mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling with my man Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back and stay mage. Yo, monkey, it's me, D. D.P., the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion and CEO and founder of DDP Yoga. And you, monkey, well, you, you're listening to the Cruise Control Podcast. And that's not a bad thing, a good thing. Bang! New two out of three falls here on the Cruise Control Podcast. I am Randy Cruz, your host. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz. I'm joined by, as always, Graham Matthews from Bleacher Report. He's on Twitter at WrestleRant. And Mark Raimondi from MMAFighting.com, also Cage Side Seats and SB Nation. Uh, he's on Twitter at Mark underscore Raimondi. Graham, my man, how you doing? Doing all right, Randy. We're back, baby, after a little bit of delay in the podcast this week, but excited to talk about all the things that aren't going on in WWE right now. As always. And Mark, my man, how you doing? Better late than never for two out of three falls this week. Our boy Johnny is, is chomping at the bit, <laughs> chomping at the bit, trying to get Shout his podcast. I hear that, man. Yeah, no, you know, back and forth, a little delay yesterday, today. You know, I'm in the middle of watching uh, game five. Western Conference Finals. The Rockets just won, so that that kind of tells you what you know what time of night we are taping this. But um, it's not, a work, bro. It's, it's yeah, NBA is bro, all it's a fake. work, bro. NBA is is all predetermined. Um, but yeah, fellas, not too much, for, you know, for, for you know for me, not too much to talk about. Um, inside the ring of WWE. So um, majority of the stuff we'll talk about is outside SmackDown, Fox, ES, uh, UFC, ESPN, and a, and a big time heavy debate I had on Twitter earlier in the day between, you know, what was a better faction uh, between the NWO and DX. Wild random, don't even ask me, but I felt, let me throw up a, de- a, a debate out there and see how many responses, you know, that I do get. And it was quite a number, so we'll definitely get to that. Um, but anyways, let's start with SmackDown going to Fox, I think in the fall of 2019, five years, uh, $205 million annually, one point, whatever billion dollars, a big hefty deal, uh, for SmackDown going to Fox. As of right now, Monday Night Raw is staying on the USA Network. There's no, you know, confirmation whether, whether it's going to stay on there or be moved to Fox as well. But before we get into everything about that, it's been kind of reported that either Raw or SmackDown will be moving to Fox uh, for a couple months now. Now it's official that one of them will be moving. But Graham, I'll start with you first. Now officially we, we know SmackDown, uh, which many people consider to be the B show or even the A show at two hours now going to Fox. Um, are you excited about the deal? I am to an extent. Anything new is great. A change of scenery might be nice for SmackDown, but uh, I feel like the cons might outweigh the positives. It might outweigh the pros in this situation, if only because 
with the possibility of SmackDown going to three hours, which we had been fearing for years now, might actually become a reality right. while, come 2019 when they possibly move to Fox. That and the fact they might go on Fridays, which WWE, I'm not sure if they'd be willing to accommodate the new schedule by moving around their... I mean, they've, they've been doing the live events on Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays for so long now. I'm not sure if they'd be willing to switch that around to make SmackDown go live. Um, on Fridays or Thursdays, whatever. That would be ideal if it was live on Thursdays. I'm not sure it would be. Fridays are fucking death night. I'm not sure how SmackDown survived as long as it did on Fridays for as long as it did from like 05 to 2015, whatever it was. Um, I'm not too excited about that. I know there's something to be said about having you know a four-hour pay-per-view on a Sunday and then a three-hour Raw on a Monday and then a two-hour SmackDown on Tuesday. But um, I don't know. I like the way the current schedule is laid out. I like the fact that both brands are on the same network. So there's that synergy there between Raw and SmackDown, even though we have the current brand split. I'm just scared for what might happen with the brand split and for the quality of the show itself if it goes to Fox. I'm hoping Mm. with the amount of money they're putting into this fucking deal, I would hope they're going to continue to take SmackDown seriously if it does switch networks come 2019, which it's looking pretty likely that it will. And I'm shocked that Fox paid as much money as they did for that deal, even after watching that atrocious Bobby Lashley segment on Monday's Monday on Monday's Raw, which we'll talk about soon enough. But it's like, good God, the amount of money this company is making, you'd be shocked how bad some of the programming is. But nonetheless, I'm kind of on the uh, on the fence right now when it comes to SmackDown moving to Fox. Mark. I think the one thing that we have to remember here is that even though WWE got this massive deal and it is it is huge i mean it's a billion dollars over 5 years for one show for one show what amounts to either 2 or 3 hours a week uh from fox and it's going to go on big fox i mean to me that is that it just blows my mind how much money they got paid and i'm ha- i'm happy you know it, it shows that wrestling is thriving it shows that there is still uh, that that big even though ratings are down ratings are down for everything that's it's not it's not just for wwe i mean ratings are down in the ufc ratings are down all over cable all over television mm. uh but but obviously that content that wwe provides still has a ton of va- i mean literally a billion dollars worth of value to a network so they are good i mean wwe is good to go now and for the next five years I mean that that is a that is a ton of money. They're they're going to be getting over two hundred million a year just for SmackDown. Who knows what they're going to get for Raw? It's going to be probably even more than that. I do think that it's going to be a, a, a live show because I don't know I don't know if Fox pays that amount of money for a show that isn't live. If that makes sense. If it's a taped show, I think there's a, there's a different feel. I think a a live a live sporting event now is still. It's still premium. It's still a premium thing in this in this broadcast space. So I assume it'll still be live. It may go to three hours because again, it's 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 almost more. It's more about quantity than quality in some cases. And 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 as as I was going to say at the beginning, it's it, just because they got this massive deal doesn't mean it's going to be better for consumers. Uh, I mean, it, it may not be. It, the the programming might not be. It may be worse than it is now. We don't know. It doesn't really matter as much because it's it's there's they're signed they're on the dotted line baby like they're 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 good to go for two hundred plus million, uh, billion dollars a year a billion dollars when all is said and done for five years mm. they could literally just put a load of crap on for three hours every Friday 
on Fox, and they're still getting every penny of that deal. So we don't know if it's going to be good for the consumer just yet. And, and, and it may not be. It may not be. But for WWE, for the stock price, for the shareholders, hopefully for the talent, hopefully that trickles down to them. Uh, it's, it is it is, it is a very big deal. It's a great thing. Uh, a few things. Do you think it's one or the other where, or a mix of both where, Fox spends $205 million annually for SmackDown uh, because they actually like what they see from SmackDown or the product or the fact that they, they, they already knew that the UFC was making this move to ESPN and Fox knew they had to kind of replace that, um, you know, that the, 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 those time frames or, or that kind of sport on their channel. If, if they can't get the UFC, then the WWE was like their only choice. No, I think it was the opposite. I think Fox chose WWE over UFC. Fox uh, wanted WWE. It gets it gets bigger ratings. It gets bigger ratings than the, the, the UFC events do. Uh, there isn't as much programming uh, in with with just SmackDown. And maybe and maybe at the end of the day, guys, maybe Fox makes a bid for Raw too. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that this is over yet. I, I have a feeling that Fox make a, may make a big play for Raw to try to be the exclusive broadcast home in the United States for WWE. That's just speculation on my part. But it does kind of make sense. I think what happened, what happened, Randy, is is I think that I think Fox Fox obviously had the had a choice, and I think they chose WWE. They're paying they're paying more, and we'll talk about the UFC deal with ESPN. But essentially, Fox is now paying for SmackDown. They're paying more for SmackDown than what ESPN is paying for the whole slate of of broadcast for for the ufc uh the the ufc has been deal is a little bit different because there's streaming involved and that kind of thing but right. if you just take how much they're spending for what's actually going to be on espn just the broadcast side, not the streaming side fox is paying more for smackdown than espn is paying for everything they're going to broadcast to the ufc on the television side not the streaming side and we're not even talking about raw yet we're just talking about SmackDown. Yeah. So WWE made out like a bandit, and they and they beat they beat the UFC handily in this in this sweepstakes for for uh, streaming money for 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 broadcast money. Yeah, like you know, for me, you know, Grant, I think what's you know shocking about this whole thing is the fact that a few months ago we were we were all on the show saying you know you know if if they go to Fox. Uh, Raw will go to Fox, and then SmackDown will be on FS1. Now, you know, we're talking about SmackDown going mm-hmm. like, 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 like Mark said, going to Big Fox. No mention of of FS1, and I think mm-hmm. for me, that was the most shocking part. That 205 million a year for SmackDown to 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 major Fox, and I'm like, hey, you mean to tell me FS1 is nowhere near this? And I'm like, wow, like. I think that was the most kind of shocking part to me. Yeah, no, it's a big deal. This should not be understated, the fact that it might be airing on Fox starting next year. That's a big fucking deal, especially for SmackDown, not just Raw. I mean, the Raw thing could still happen. At this point, I don't think it will. Um, But honestly, at this point, I've had a soft spot for USA Network for a long time. Obviously, Raw has been... It's basically grown up on the USA Network, for better or for worse, over the last 25 years, save for like a five-year stint on uh, on uh, Spike uh, from from 2000 to 2005. That being said, um, I like like I said earlier, I feel like it just might be a little inconsistent having one show on on one network and then um, SmackDown on Fox. 
Is Fox under the NBCU umbrella or no? I'm not exactly sure. No. You know for a fact? Okay, I didn't think so. So hopefully that doesn't mess, like like I said earlier, with the brand split and stuff like that. Um, Because I know when talks first started a few months ago, people were hopeful that Raw would make the move to Fox, if only because it can go back to two hours. And now the exact opposite is happening, where SmackDown's making the move, and that might become three hours. So it's great that the company is making more money hand over fist than anyone could have ever imagined. But it's like it has to come to a point like with the the greatest Royal Rumble thing. The company is making boatloads of money from that deal with Saudi Arabia. But they might be doing one of those shows once a year for the next 10 years, which is overkill. Um, So, I mean, we'll see. But I think it's, uh, you know, SmackDown had a is is, it's at a great advantage here. Like uh, Mark was talking about making much more money than, you know, they wanted to pay for UFC at that point. So I think it's a big deal for WWE. Hopefully it doesn't. Uh, cause the quality to drop for Raw or SmackDown. Hopefully, it can help Raw better than uh, more so than it damages SmackDown. But this is encouraging for the company, to say the least. So, as of right now, uh, you know, unless you guys can help me out, that right now we can, I guess we can say it'll it, it'll be live. Like like Mark said, there's no reason why they're gonna pay all that money for for a tape show. So I I guess we assume it'll be a live show. Uh, we keep hearing three hours. I really hope that's not the case. Um, would I be surprised? No, but I don't think Raw or SmackDown should be two uh, uh three hours. And time the time and the, and the day uh, they kept saying Friday night. So you know we're back to Friday night SmackDown. Uh, it, again, a day a day of the week where, you know, many people are going to be outside hanging out, doing this, doing that. And, and, you know, unless you're a kid, you know, are you watching 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock SmackDown on, on a Friday night? I think that'll be a tough draw. But, you know, uh, I... I you know, I assume just because they're going to be on Fox, they'll draw more people at that time to a, a larger, uh, you know, broader audience. But Mark, does Friday night hurt the fact that SmackDown is coming to Fox? I mean, look, I, I think the hardcore fans are going to find it no matter what night it's going to be on. And that's the reason why WWE is getting all this money, because it has that built in fan base, that hardcore fan base that just tunes in every single week and you can count on them every single week to be there uh and then it go, it'll go up you know if, if something if, if there's that mainstream poll it'll, it'll go up from there but it'll, it always has that base of people so i think they'll i think those people will find will find smackdown the, the hardcore fans and if it's on fox i mean fox is one of the major networks people are gonna stumble upon it so certainly it'll get it'll get bigger it'll get bigger ratings i mean i i don't know i don't know how that'll go i think that Fox probably has has an opening on their schedule. I can imagine. I imagine that that's probably why Friday was attractive to them. Could that change over time? Absolutely, of course. I don't think anything is set in stone. Mm-hmm. They can move it around. They can do whatever. They can really do whatever they want with it. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how it does kind of uh, factor in with the with uh, WWE's like travel schedule. What they're going to do. People I saw bringing up on, on social media. Well. Uh, WrestleMania week they have on Friday night they have the Hall of Fame. What are they are they going to move the Hall of Fame? It's, is it going to be you know SmackDown you know live on Fridays then Takeover and then WrestleMania then then Raw? I mean we we don't really know everything that's going to happen yet, but I think I think in terms of I mean uh, also what I what I didn't mention earlier was uh, being on Fox will be g- good exposure for I think the 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 talent and probably for WWE. I mean I I've I've dealt with Fox now uh, over the last you know six seven years. 
with the UFC. The you you know Fox has been the broadcast partner for the UFC, so I've dealt with all those those PR people. They do they do a good job. You know they 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 definitely get the talent out there doing a lot more media and they promote the product well. So I think in that case they have a much bigger reach than like the USA Network has. I mean everyone knows Fox, right? Fox is is one of the top you know the core yeah. networks. So I think in that respect. Uh, it it could I mean it could make WWE more popular at the end of the day because there is that there is that uh, that name brand you know Fox behind it. So what do you think the the likelihood that Raw stays on USA or somehow some way Fox entices the company to say hey you know yeah I know we, uh, yeah we got SmackDown but you know we also want Monday Night Raw. I I think I think it's possible and the reason why I say that is because I thought that. And most people thought that when when the UFC signed the streaming deal with ESPN, which we which we spoke about last week, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, one, once once that streaming deal was done, I, I thought that the UFC would still have its cable its cable shows on Fox on FS1 like they have since 2000. Uh, you know when when FS1 launched in 2013. Right. Um, I thought that I thought that I thought that was almost a lock that all right they're going to do ESPN for streaming. They're gonna have they're gonna have FS1 and Fox for, for for cable and for broadcast, and then earlier this week, which we'll talk about in a second, we learned that ESPN actually gobbled everything up from the UFC. So they're gonna have broadcast and streaming, and Fox is out of the UFC business starting uh, next year. Which makes me think if they're out of the UFC business, they're gonna have a big chunk of money to spend on something else, and I think that could possibly be Raw. It makes sense. They have SmackDown. Why not? pay a bunch for raw either way they're gonna have they're gonna have probably fox and usa both bidding for raw which means wwe is is again just going to make a ridiculous amount of coin crazy um so graham are you gonna be home friday nights to watch smackdown in 2019 Mm, I can't say I will. I think it was I think it was a great time to be a fan of the time that it was on SmackDown at that point. At least I know you guys are older than I am, but I was in like freaking middle school, high school, mm. maybe watching SmackDown on a Friday thinking this is the best thing in the world. In 2018, 2019, turning 23 years old next week, I'm like, I have no interest in sitting home on a Friday and watching fucking SmackDown. So uh, really no interest at all. I'm hoping that's not the case. I know there's been a lot of talk about that. Like I said earlier, I like it where it is right now. Thursdays, I think, are a good day for wrestling as long as it's live. Again, I don't know if the company would be willing to accommodate that schedule because they've been doing the same thing, the same uh, formula with their live events for so long now. And uh, even, you know, Mark was talking about with WrestleMania weekend and even all the other big four weekends, how they, how they like to do things from Friday through Sunday. Would that change anything? I'm not exactly sure. Or even not through Monday, but through like Tuesday. So I'm not exactly sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Friday deal. I hope that it goes to Thursdays, if not just stays on Tuesdays. Um, I think it would be a big mistake to have SmackDown go live for two years on USA, only to go back to being taped. And it's no longer SmackDown Live. That would be a big step in the wrong direction. Um, so, I mean, SmackDown 1000 is also coming up quickly, too. The company has yet to mention that. It's coming up this summer. I think it's in, like, late July, if I'm not mistaken. There's been no mention of that. So maybe that's where they make the big announcement. But then again, this won't be happening until 2019, so maybe not. But I don't know. But, yeah, I'm not a big fan of SmackDown on Fridays. So hopefully it stays right where it is. So just to kind of wrap up the SmackDown to Fox stuff, uh, I mean, Graham, I'll start with you. Um I mean, what's the overall impact? Yeah, we know the SmackDown is going to Fox. Raw, Raw's probably staying on USA. I mean, is it 
is it is it that much of a big deal to have you know one show on USA, one show on Fox on a, on a completely different night of the week? Um, I mean, what's the overall impact of this move coming up? It's, I mean, from a company standpoint, it's a huge deal. Because if you go back to 2014, I think Vince at that point, I think the rumor was that he was hoping to like double, if not triple or quadruple their deal um, with USA Network at that time. And it didn't happen because they were hoping they would get interest from other networks and stuff. Didn't even come close. No one wanted WWE programming at that point. They had to crawl back to USA Network and sign for, I think, maybe a slightly bigger deal, if not the same amount of money. So I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea what's changed since then, since 2014. The programs Raw and SmackDown are slightly better than they were back then, but it's not exactly like attitude era level excitement every single week when you have fucking the Bobby Lashley shit. So I'm not exactly sure why they're making so much money. Great for WWE. Great for Vince as a wrestling fan. We should all be very excited about this from a company standpoint. Um, if WWE is thriving, then the whole wrestling world is still alive. But it's like... I, I couldn't understand why Fox, I mean, I know they would want a, you know, a show that's on every single week. They have no off season and it's three hours of programming to fill in a, a void on their Monday night shows or whatever on their Monday night schedule. But still, the shows themselves have not been popping big ratings in years, if not like close to a decade. So kind of surprised that has a pretty, pretty big impact on the company. Again, it's going to be interesting to see how this affects their programming more than anything else will the increased ratings lead to um you know better creative more focus that's always the hope has yet to happen no matter whether then no matter whether smackdown's been on sci-fi or the cw or now usa Mm -hmm. it's definitely gotten better in the last two years since the brand split was brought back so again that's really my biggest concern because they've been kind of getting lazy with the brand split not as badly as they were about 10 years ago um, but still, as long as they keep it consistent, and even if SmackDown's on a different network than Raw, then they won't, you know, fuck up too much, and they can kind of keep it relatively the same as it has been in recent years. So we'll see, but it's going to have a, a pretty big impact in the company, to say the least, come 2019. Mark, overall impact that uh, this move is going to have? I think it's uh, very big. It could have a very big impact, and we don't know how big yet, because we don't know where Raw is going to land, but... Yeah, I mean, look, from a financial standpoint, like I said, they're set now for the next five plus years. They're going to be making Shit. they're going to be making what all is said and done. They're going to be making more than two billion dollars on their broadcast rights just in the United States. That's that's a ridiculous uh, number. So for five years, they can do almost nothing and they'll be fine. So from that perspective, they're good. They are good from a an actual quality of product perspective. I don't know yet. That's that's to be that's that's to still to, to be determined. Oh man. Um so yeah, sounds sounds pretty big, big time move. Can't wait. Uh speaking of moves, um the UFC, ESPN, ESPN plus. Now uh Mark, I know you tweeted out early in the week that beginning of uh no you the UFC put it out January of nineteen. Uh, they will go to ESPN, so they'll be they'll, their move happens before uh, SmackDown to Fox. But 1.5 billion UFC on ESPN, uh, UFC on ESPN Plus Fight Night, 20 events on ESPN Plus, UFC on ESPN Fight Night on ESPN, 10 events, UFC programming for pay per view fight pay per view pay per view fights, 12 events. On ESPN with the prelims on ESPN, 
Um, also, new original all-access series produced by IMG, original content, but no word on the Ultimate Fighter. So, that was a lot right there. Um, so, we know where UFC is going. We know where the WWE is going in about a year and a half. So, how big is the move for UFC going to ESPN and ESPN Plus, officially now? It's it's a big deal for them. It's not. It's probably not as much money as they that they they hope to get. They wanted to get, but it's still obviously a lot of money. It's it's. Uh, I mean, it's three hundred million dollars a year over over five years. It's one point five billion total. But I think they thought for the entire package they'd be able to get closer to four hundred million a year, if not more than that. Uh, which I think is probably what WWE is going to end up getting. So WWE is, is like, again, is making out uh, huge. Uh, they, they they bested the UFC in this in this round. Uh, they're 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 up ten they're up ten nine right now in uh, in, the, in this round against the UFC. But I think for, from a, a, a product perspective, it's going to be very interesting to see because, as you said, Randy, twenty events are going to be on ESPN Plus, which is the ESPN streaming service. So. 20 plus event, uh, 20 events per year, UFC events per year are going to be behind a paywall. Whereas those are the events that you would watch on FS1 now, right? Yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be a different that's going to be a different uh, viewing experience for fans. They need to buy a new streaming service. I know people are not going to be happy about that, but that is the reality. I do think what is going to be big for the UFC and what and what is going to possibly help them grow. As a as a brand and, and 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 the sport grow is the ESPN promotion. I think ESPN is. Uh, I mean, it's FS1 was was it didn't even exist a few years ago, right? It was a very it was a very small cable channel that 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 True. Fox started and and it's built up and it's gotten bigger now, but it's nowhere near what ESPN is, right? ESPN is is still the worldwide leader in in sports uh, programming. So I think that will, will lend UFC some credibility. And I think the promotion that ESPN will be able to give the UFC across all of its networks and across its streaming services, its, uh, its, we- its website. I mean, ESPN.com is far bigger than FoxSports.com is. I think that uh, that will be big for them uh, from that perspective. So they may not be getting as much money as they hoped, but I think that ESPN does give them a chance to grow the sport because ESPN is, I mean, it's a, it's a big fire hose, right? I mean, it can, it can get, it can get content out to a lot more people than Fox sports, especially Fox sports one could. So I think it, I think it will ultimately be a good thing for for the UFC. Graham. Where did Graham go? Did we lose Graham? I don't all know. The, all oh, the there, we there we go. There we go. No, I, I, I thought Graham was watching, uh, uh, you know, Avengers again. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> what, just in terms of UFC and their future with Fox is what you're talking about? Because no. I'm not as knowledgeable on that subject. I'm not nearly as knowledgeable as Mark. All right. I, I guess just kind of like in, in lamest terms, you know, the kind of impact or how do you feel about UFC going to ESPN? I think it's a big move, but again, we were talking about before how... I mean, it's really there's really no point in comparing it to the WWE deal with Fox and how Mm. it kind of compares with that. But, I mean, I think it's a cool move. I know I just... I know this is kind of unrelated, but, uh, you know, that they were being purchased by uh, 
ESPN not too long ago. I saw that. I thought it was pretty interesting. So hopefully it leads to more exposure for the UFC. I'm not nearly as I can't really speak as much to that as Mark can, obviously. I just thought it was interesting and it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out going forward. But uh, yeah, I really honestly don't have much more to say other than that because I'm not just too knowledgeable in that area. I have not been reading up on it as much as as they probably should. Mm. Side sidebar, uh, Graham and Mark, who who are your favorite uh, football teams? XFL. <laughs> this guy right here. I said I'm team, a, I'm a New York Giants fan. Okay, okay there you go. Uh, so so Mark, just imagine <laughs> just imagine watching a, a Sunday afternoon football game on Fox Giants and probably the Cowboys as always. Then you hear uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck saying, hey, don't forget Friday night. Don't forget the return of John Cena here on Fox. Like that shit right there just sounds mad weird. Like during a football game, you know they're going to advertise SmackDown on, on, on baseball, World Series, NFL Sunday. It's just like I like it. I, I just think it's weird for you know right now. But just I, I can just hear Joe Buck and Troy Aikman talk about Roman Reigns fighting for the title uh, on Friday night. Don't forget. It's, it sounds weird uh, for for you guys for you guys, but I that's what I I've been I, I mean that's that's has been life for me with the mm-hmm. UFC. That's what they do for UFC events on you know Sunday football. Mm-hmm. They they advertise the next week's you know FS1 UFC show or the next uh, you know big Fox show. So it isn't it isn't that big of a deal. I guess maybe it's a little bit different because it's WWE and it's it's scripted entertainment and it's not it's not you know. Uh, you know, a, a, a real fight, but, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it, I, I think that, um, I don't think that ha- that was really all that it was cracked up to be for the UFC. I don't necessarily think the UFC gained more fans from that or, or better ratings. I mean, the UFC's ratings are, are down across the board from last year and, and from two years ago. So I don't think that kind of thing necessarily has helped necessarily. Yeah. But you know, that uh, the 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 talent has to has to play a, a, a part in that too, where it's not you know, no Silvers, no Ronda Rouseys as much, no McGregor's as much. So it's not because of them, right? Well, I mean, yeah, yes, of course, of course. But uh, what what I'm saying is, Joe Buck and, and Troy Aikman just mentioning UFC or mentioning WWE is not going to be enough. Okay, uh, it, right. it may help a little bit at first, but it's not going to be enough. They still need. The, the the product has to still be there. So like the, for the UFC, the big names have to be there, and they never really were on FS1. They didn't really put big names on FS1. Mm. They stopped putting big names on Fox very early on, and those and the, and like the big Fox shows, the ratings have plummeted from from the beginning of that deal. So I mean, I I thought Randy, we, you're asking about the NFL. I thought we we're going to be talking about play, players kneeling during the national. I thought we we're going. I'm like, oh my god, are we no. getting into this discussion? Not on I'm this glad, show. I'm glad we didn't have to go show. there. Uh, speaking of not enough, Graham, are you ready for a four-hour pay-per-view going forward? Jesus fucking Christ. I not saw that. Not like, I got to be at this show next Summerslam month. That, that means it starts an hour early. That means the actual pay-per-view starts yeah. in Chicago at 6 p.m. Okay. Oh, I mean, I was like, okay, maybe that means it gets over earlier. No, still going to get over at like 11 o'clock, whatever the hell it is. A good God. Not a fan of that at all. That means not only will these paper be pay-per-views <clears throat> be going four hours, that means that the big four are going to five hours. <clears throat> that, for WrestleMania, that's fine. For the Rumble, eh, maybe not really. Survivor Series, a five-hour Survivor Series show. Shoot me in the fucking <laughs> head. That sounds awful. Not oh, a fan man. of that at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, is, this is overkill. 
I love the fact that they're making money. Good for you, Vince. I love yeah. you, dude. But it's like, this is ridiculous. This is why they burn out their audience. Because of shit like this. What, so we can get another 30 minutes Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns main event where people walk out? Less is more, people. Uh-huh. Less is more. Hey, Mark, are you ready for a four-hour battleground? Well, this is the kind of thing that when we were talking about a few weeks ago or maybe even a few months ago now mm. about losing the, the brand split pay-per-views, I think, we, I think we, we kind of speculated and I think we were kind of like almost joking like dark, like darkly joking because it's dark comedy that, that oh, they're just going to make the pay-per-views well, you know, way longer now. That's that's not the road to go down, honestly. I mean, it's just not. I, I would have preferred them just staying at the brand split pay per views, the 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 branded pay per views, the raw pay per view, the SmackDown pay per view. Let's not go to five hour pay per views, please. It's just it's just too much. You know, they're getting to a point where people are just gonna like, all right, I'm just gonna flip on, you know, for the for the main event, and maybe they don't care. Maybe that's they don't really care. I mean, maybe maybe that's really what it is. It doesn't really matter that to them all that much. So the future has. A three-hour Raw, a three-hour SmackDown, four-hour regular pay-per-view, a possible four, uh, five, six, seven-hour WrestleMania. Like, that is a lot. Plus, you get like an hour NXT. You're going to get a two-hour takeover, two-and-a-half-hour takeover. Um, you get a three-hour Hall of Fame. It is like... Like wow, like 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 Ram said, like too too many hours is is too much. Where you know less is key, less is more. But I don't know what's their, you know, fatuation where it's like, hey, the more hours we're on TV, the better. I know you you know you want to get all the talent on on the show some TV time, but it's like, hey man, like you know, maybe you can scale it back and you know try to try to do the best you can within the two hour time frame for raw smackdown and like a two and a half hour three hour time frame for a regular pay-per-view because who the fuck wants to see a four hour you know backlash or tlc like i don't well that's the thing uh guys i mean this is the same thing that the ufc fans are dealing with because this new d i mean it, you're never gonna get less right Whenever, whenever yeah. the broadcast deal comes up, it's going to be more because more means they can make more money, and and that's what that's what's going to happen with the UFC's deal. It's going to be it's going to be twenty events on ESPN plus plus ten events on on one of the ESPN networks. That's thirty events plus another twelve pay per views per year. So that's forty two events a year. There's only fifty two. There's only fifty two weeks in a year, guys. So pretty much every Saturday. There's going to be, or, or every weekend, uh, besides ten all year, there's going to be some kind of UFC thing going down. And we're not talking about three-hour cards, four-hour cards. These are six, seven-hour cards almost every Saturday. It's a lot. It's a lot to ask of the audience, and that's probably one of the reasons why ratings are down for the UFC and for WWE. Yet there's so much, there's so much value placed on 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 live sports right now. That they're still going to make billions of dollars anyway so it doesn't even matter this conversation means nothing because they're still going to make an absolutely incredible amount of money oh man um anyways this is a subject we can probably breeze through nothing happened on raw smackdown correct nothing good on raw i thought smackdown (laughs) was good raw was fucking atrocious that was an abomination on monday coming off the news that that fox was paying so much money for smackdown i'm like Wow, I mean, Randy, you mentioned it before. Like, oh, they might joke on on Fox. 
Like, oh, John Cena's returning to SmackDown this week. Could you imagine at the end of a football game, oh, tune into Raw tomorrow night, Bobby Lashley's sisters, he's going to be exposed. It's like, you're fucking <laughs> kidding me? This is why people don't take wrestling seriously for shit yeah. like that. Good God, that was exactly. an abomination. Yeah, a World uh, Series. World Series, A-Rod says, yeah, hey, man, don't, don't forget tomorrow, Braun Strowman, Battle Royal, some stupid shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Like Braun Strowman in a uh, symphony match, or whatever the fuck oh, it was okay. a couple months ago. Battle of the Symphony, or whatever the hell it was, uh, but all this other shit they do. Right. Yeah, I could only imagine. People so, are like, wow, this is garbage. Okay, nothing happened on Raw, nothing happened on SmackDown, right? Right, Mark? So we can breeze through that and get that get that out the way? Let's breeze through, because I could use some tacos for dinner, gentlemen. Oh, God. All right, so now um, I did a, a debate question on Twitter earlier, and I got a, a plethora of responses, um, even though... A plethora, huh? Plethora, a plethora? Plethora. I mean, uh, that that means a lot, Mark. Um, SAT words over here. I think right. Grandma oh, just man. took the SATs. He's so oh. young. <laughs> um, even to a point where Mark had to be like, hey, man, is this 2018 or 1998? You know, what, like, what are we doing here? So I had to brush that comment to the side and say that, you know, a lot of people like nostalgia debates and conversation. So... Don't even ask me how it came up. I said, hey, you know, we're, we're going to talk about SmackDown to Fox and nothing on Raw SmackDown. How else do we kill time? So I said, I said, F it, you know, put it on Twitter, NWO DX, and, and you can put theme songs, T-shirts, nostalgia, um, longevity, impact, cultural impact, uh, stable members, whatever it is, which one do you think was the better Faction and, and and again there was a mixed response you know quite you know the way that I thought it would go majority lean NWO and I'll, I'll get I get your guys response in a second but um, a lot of, a lot of DX fans out there a lot of DX uh, responses which is I'm not shocked by that but the majority was the NWO so what I'm gonna do is I'm I'm, I'm gonna give credit to everybody who who reached out to me and gave me their response and after that. I'll ask Graham, what do you think? I'll ask Mark, what do you think? And we'll do a quick tale of the tape of the, to, 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 you know, to see who do we think was the better faction um, at that time, all right? So give me one second. Oh, my God, with so many. You know, it's so funny. Even though there was a lot, Mark, you did not respond. And Graham, you did not respond. So I'm kind of Well, I mean, we got, we got to save it for the show. What are we going to do? We're going to give this exactly. away? Give a little teaser. Like, you know, you're hungry. You want to eat tacos now. You're rushing me. So, you know, at least do that. I always want to eat tacos, Randy. I love it. This is, I live in Los Angeles. This is, that's just what we do here. So what's your favorite taco, man? What's your favorite taco? Uh, favorite taco place or favorite taco in general? Taco in general. Oh, man, that's a tough call. Uh, carne asada, possibly. Uh, but some places have the good... Uh, have the good stuff. Have the good. The pig on the uh, on the spit. You know where it's like spinning around and they carve it right off. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's that's unbelievable. That is that is good stuff. All right, here we go. At uh, get these correct at names. Tyson Graves, NWO, the longevity. At R Bond One, NWO DX does does not happen without the NWO. Neither does the Bullet Club. So I know Mark would be happy about that. Um, D D John ninety NWO at Captain Hype. 
I'm not going to lie. This is very close. But at first, I would say NWO. But with the longevity and members keeping it fresh, DX wins over time. Sean and Hunter really added a new aspect. And the Outlaws was perfect, including China. Um, was, was, the Outlaws was perfect to include China as well. Um, NWO started it. DX finished it. Um, at underscore ambish DX at lower east scribe DX those degenerates had a whole generation talking about suck it haha stadiums man um at are we really are we really gonna read all of these responses from from the plebeians from the plebeians come on see see now, see, now you just cut come me on. off and you're wasting time Mark you're wasting time um at control the chaos DX although the, the NWO shirts are legendary so I wanna point that out um I can skip that one. At Brooklyn, at Brooklyn Sun, NWO, we had uh, at Exhibit D, NWO, LeBron Jovi, NWO for life. Even though DX was handled better long-term storyline-wise, but cultural impact goes to the NWO. At Eric Stikes, NWO, and, and it's not even close, even though the Wolfpack spinoff puts it over the top. At Ant Dupree, NWO, NWO by far, Real RZM, my initial thought was NWO, but I would say DX. Crash MK, NWO. Uh, at Jay Sarrett, DX Forever. True New Yorker, NWO. They changed the wrestling business completely. At Paulie underscore Bruce. I love DX, but the NWO, no doubt about it. Mac135, NWO. Uh, oh, your boy, Mark. Uh, Joe. Joe Staz. I, I I can never pronounce his last name. Um, Stasheski. That guy. NWO. Um, at Logan Giants Bane. Whether you like it or not, it's the best thing going in wrestling today. NWO. Giancarlo Stanton, not the real guy. NWO. TJM ninety nine. Extremely difficult. In the end, I will go with the NWO. At Click Nick, the way the NWO originated can never be topped. Sonny Jason DX. Uh, Biz Knuckle, NWO was so cool that even had a 43-year-old Hulk Hogan couldn't ruin it. That's insane. Um, <laughs> wow, Hogan was 43 at Hollywood Hogan? Wow. No. Yeah. yeah. No, wait, he must have been because he's like 60 now. What the fuck? That's great. Mean, like, oh, yeah. in, in 19- it's like John Cena joining like the you NWO and now me. if they ever did something like that. That's great. That would be amazing if you he did that. Hold <laughs> Come on, I would mark. It would out kind of be the equivalent, to be honest, to what it was back then. Kind of. Hold on. How old is Hulk Hogan? How old was he in? 19- He's definitely like sixty something now. Sixty six. And the NWO was twenty years ago. So that kind of makes sense. Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea. Looks like seventy. He is sixty four. So in nineteen ninety six, he was twenty two years ago. He was forty two. Wow. So a 42-year-old man as a heel was a top of the wrestling world, Mark. 42 years old. He wasn't, he wasn't any good in his prime either, so, you know. Uh, I mean, AJ Styles uh, you know, is 41. You know, you know what, Mark? Right? You, 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 yeah. you know, you're such a fucking... Yeah, Nakamura is no, like, what, 38? Something like yeah. that, I mean. No. Mark, Half the roster is like over 35, so... Mark, you know 30, 35 is like uh, is like the prime, I think, in uh, in pro wrestling. Mark yeah. Raimondi, you're such a fucking heel, bro. You just, they just, you just 
pop the balloon at the air. Yeah, Hogan wasn't that good in his term in his prime anyway. Like, come on, bro. Listen, man. Uh, someone on this podcast has to speak the truth, and I am that. Well, guy. you're the heel. You're the heel. I'm that guy. I, I'm listen. Graham, I'm Graham can be heelish too. You know, I I don't want to be the good guy, but apparently I am. I guess so. At Nick Nack Danny. What is this? Oh, it's a GIF. A GIF. Still, we're still reading the plebeians. Oh my opinions. God, Mark! You you, you want to talk about Bobby Lashley and that tr- trash segment? You want to talk about <laughs> uh, Nakamura and AJ and all the other stuff going on? You want to talk about Danny Bryan and Samoa Joe? What you want to talk about? I want some Al Pastor. Is what I want. Damn it! Oh my God, yo, Mark uh, Graham, remind me the next time I do this show, Mark has to eat before we do this shit. I guess so, and it's only. Like, I was thinking is it's so late for him to be eating, but I'm, I just remembered he's like three years, uh, three three hours ahead of us. Three, <laughs> three years. Three years ahead. It feels sometimes like I'm three years ahead of you guys. God damn it! <laughs> Stuck in the past. Hey, mm. Poppy Hathaway, NWO, the good or the bad? They changed wrestling at Kush Hayden, NWO. This might go fast. At Bronx Fanatic, he see the Four Horsemen. Okay, the the Mark Russell, NWO. Bro- broken Brother Nero DX because when they cut a promo, it did not look like the beginning of a battle royal. That's true. Hunter and Hunter and Sean were the best two, the two best overall. I love the NWO, but if you were to judge it, you got to include that terrible NWO 2000 run. Uh, DX was great in all of his all of his incarnations. Um, who's this guy? How about that great promo by Chris Jericho ahead of Dominion against Naito? Man, that was fantastic, right? Uh, that, 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 that was great. Um, a prior 94. NWO, not close. I'm almost done, guys. Son of Pimp C, DX. It's been, an, it's been an hour, so I hope, I hope so. All right, here we go. DX, uh, uh, CM, CM Funk. With all due respect, the NWO. Tim Duggan, 420, DX. Um, Carlos Caesar, NWO. Fan... Fans is <clears throat> 09, NWO. The first wrestling shirt I bought. Uh, the, w- the NWO was the first wrestling shirt to be okay to wear outside in day-to-day life. Hmm. All right. Champagne Fred, DX. Your guy, John Ledesma. I'm going with DX personally, but I think the, N- I think the NWO was bigger. It helped WCW defeat the monster known as WWE. My favorite DX, bigger overall, NWO. Um, DX hot take DX easy agent. All right, so um, fellas, Graham, I'll start with you. NWO or DX? Tough question. I've got to say NWO. I got to go NWO. First of all, I like how you didn't include like better matches because we all know the matches including the NWO are fucking dog shit, and DX wasn't much better. Um, but going off the criteria that you provided, Randy, I mean, you can't go wrong with either one, but, and it's all subjective, of course, but I got to go NWO. I think in terms of how it changed the business, first of all, NWO came first, which is why, isn't it, which is why it doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that's why it wins. Mm. Um, but you, you, I mean, some of the responses kind of talked about it and mentioned it. I still see more NWO shirts. 20 years later than I do D-Generation X. Again, not the reason why it wins. But we talked about it last week. Randy, we even mentioned it like two or three weeks ago that with the curtain call, 
and the breaking of kayfabe. Right. And we talked about it last year on the anniversary of when Hogan joined um, the NWO and the and the faction first formed. Mm. That shit was fucking revolutionary and set a tone for the for the wrestling business that still stands to this day. And DX did the same thing, but after the fact. And they kind of took from WCW and blurred the lines a little bit, but in a different way. Again, you can't go wrong with D-Generation X, but I got to say NWO because it transformed Hogan's career. It didn't really launch anyone's career. Neither did DX because Triple H and Sean were already stars by the time DX came around. <laughs> Same thing with the NWO. Mm. NWO didn't have as long of a shelf life just because you're not seeing NWO reunion and reunions in 2018 the same way the same way we are DX and you still do see Hogan and Hall and Nash show up every now and again on WWE TV. But I mean, the fact that it got watered down very 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 quickly was WCW's fault, not the group's fault, but above all else all things considered, I got to go NWO too sweet. Um, Mark, before you go, um, I mean, not go, but... What, are you getting rid of me? No, before you answer, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Um, I, okay. did, I did want to read off some more answers before you go, so I want to you know, build the anticipation. Um, I mean, I did think about leaving when you were reading these... Uh, responses from twitter like anybody cares about the plebeians at joe healy i love them both and i get people's takes about it ultimately becoming quote-unquote watered down but nwo revolutionized the industry the very original version was untouchable um at zero zero panther so much of today's product can be traced directly back to the nwo world be free DX was legendary before Hunter was even main, a car, main event card status. It's crazy how great they were both during the eras. At Hammeroid was the Wolfpack both awesome and also the beginning of the end. Um, at Will Morrell, it has to be, it has to be the, the NWO. It didn't just turn Hogan black and white. It made every colorful superstar of the past decade look like a box of crayons. That includes Sting. But using his black and white persona uh was good and a truly brilliant move dx never had a foe like sting but they had better music uh at cb the third at the height of his uh at the height nwo vena uh, vena mk nwo not close Corey Giles, tough question but i'm gonna say dx nwo had too many members and got way out of control however dx did have a horrible last run slack slick I would have made the Wolfpack, not the NWO. Uh, I think you're literally making these up now. These don't even exist. No, my man. Why? Why would I make it up? How can I? How can I make all these nice responses that people want to engage in what and what we're talking about, what we're doing, and all you want to do is shit on them? I'm still without Taco right now. At heel turn, Ziggy DX. Like two more. Here we go. LeBron Jovi. Let's be on. Let's be honest. That entrance song is the only thing that made us love the Wolfpack. <laughs> and I, I kind of do like that LeBron Jovi uh, username. Though I'll, I'll I'll give I'll give props to my man. And Blake Hefner, NWO. It changed. It changed wrestling. So Mark. Um, well, first of all, thank you for all those who responded. You know. Greatly appreciate you guys doing that. So, Mark, NWO or D Generation X? 
I mean, obviously, the answer is the Bullet Club. Oh, my Enough said. All right, fellas. Since Mark wants to respond with the Bullet Club stuff, even though I never mentioned one thing <laughs> about the Bullet Club. Um, longevity. The NWO. NWO right. is, is the, they're the innovator, the originator. They changed pro wrestling at the time. They are the reason why there was a real Monday Night War because without the NWO, uh-huh. I don't think Nitro ever passes Raw, and it's really not much of a war at all. And that's really the bit. I mean, that's the big deal with the Attitude Era, right? The Monday Night War is what pushed both brands to get both companies to get better. And I don't think that happens without the NWO. Although I will say, Graham, one thing: it did uh, DX did launch one career. China, China became uh, almost the main event type mm-hmm. star from DX, of course, the late Joni Laura. But as as much as as much as I was always a Shawn Michaels guy and a WWE WWF guy growing up, the NWO to me is still the pinnacle. As far I mean, I think it's one of the greatest storylines that how, how they did it. It's the greatest stable, and I, and it's one of the I mean, it's one of the great time periods in pro wrestling history. Well, but thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. You you want to take a guess? Any one of you want to take a guess of how many members the NWO had? Twenty-two I mean, at, at the height. I mean, like half the roster, like fifty. Well, they not thirty-six. Well, they said on this website that as far as the original NWO, thirty-three members. Wow. I mean, like that's know, a I thought that's a lowball offer right there. That's crazy. Ah uh, man, you know what? Me, us three could have been could have been in the fucking NWO. That's, that's everyone. That's Virgil's in the NWO. The, the fucking everyone. Okay, you know what? Let me ask you this, guys. Let me ask you this. So, Mark, if you had a choice to be in the NWO or DX, based on your own personality and character, do you think you fit NWO or do you think you fit DX? I have no idea what oh. that even means. <laughs> oh my god, Graham, do you know what I mean? I would rather walk into a room with the NWO music blaring than over the DX music. That's just me, though. Okay, I do. I do know what you mean. I mean, obviously, the shit is fake, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. But if I had to choose, definitely NWO. I would not want to be associated with NWO, the fucking losers <laughs> in '97 and then that point onward. But. Uh, DX would not be bad, but I would still prefer NWO any day of the week. That music, the entrance, amazing. So, like, so like Mark, your personality, your character, your sense of humor, your all that. Do you think your yourself fits more like a, like an NWO vigilante kind of gang type person, or DX where it's funny, it, it, it's uh, comical, you know, it, it's cracking jokes, making fun of people. Which one do you fit? I see myself as more of a, a right to censor type of guy. <laughs> right to fucking censor. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, for me, I, I think I, I would be more of a DX kind of guy. Um, cause I could be an asshole at times, so I kind I kind of fit that bill like a Hunter and Sean, the early DX, the heel DX, not the outlaws and X Pac kind of DX, but um. All right, so write the censor. You know, so 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 which which mem- which member would you be, Mark? Ivory. Okay. Um, tail of the tape, real <laughs> quick. Longevity, DX or NWO? Who who has the advantage? So I can write this down. Longevity. Right? Show 
Say DX, definitely. DX, definitely. Mark? DX. Bigger wrestling impact. I would say NWO, right? NWO by far, yeah. All right. Cultural impact. I would say NWO, right? Correct. Whether cultural? Cultural impact. Like, as far as, like... And, you know, mainstream main, goes? Mainstream. Being mm, I don't know. I feel like more people, if you asked any jabroni on the street what they would know more, I would probably say DX. But that might have just, just been because they were in WWE. And a lot of casual, like a lot of people that aren't wrestling fans don't know what WCW is. Although I will say the Suck It Cross Shop is probably the most replicated part That's what I'm of saying, this yeah. whole thing. Mm, okay, but yeah. I, think, I think people may know the NWO, uh, the name, but I think the Cross Shop. I mean, John Jones was doing a Cross Shop with Daniel Cormier like in 2016, 2015 UFC. Okay. DX, I'd say DX. Suck it, crotch chop, or NWO two sweet hand gesture. Crotch chop. Which is better? What do you mean? I mean, like, I, I guess I don't know what the fuck I mean. I'm I'm, I'm trying to throw something at the wall right now. Like, do do you think people more they do the two sweet the two sweet sign, or they do you think people do the, the the crotch chop? Too sweet, but I think Bullet Club has a lot to do with that. I didn't see a lot of people doing the two sweet. I mean, I mean, I think I saw a lot of people doing it, but not as many as until the Bullet Club came around and kind of revitalized it. And now I see wrestling fans doing it constantly. So I think I would go with two sweet. Better theme song. And oh yeah, easily. Hmm. Yep. Better T-shirt design. NWO. NWO easily. Better, <laughs> better members. <laughs> By the way, I just want to say this real quick. How much more simple? Or t-shirt designs for wrestling back in the '90s compared to today. Oh, today I saw today some terrible. Samo- I saw some Samoa Joe t-shirt today. Terrible. It's, it's Samoa Joe on the front. I'm like, all right, this looks decent. On the back, it says, "I'm back," so you should watch <laughs> yours. It's like, who the fuck would ever wa- wear this shit? What? Not me. I'm back, so, much so you better should watch yours. That sounds. I don't even know. I just, I just want to point that out. I'm sorry. That uh, terrible. No, you're right. Oh also, God. the the indie the indie and New Japan uh, t-shirts are uh, are far superior to WWE t-shirts. Well, I think, much more simple. Yeah, I think to me, like, I think to me, Elias has the best shirt. Um, as far as colors and creativity. Yeah, but you know, um, better members. Who who we got? DX or NWO? DX. 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 Uh, DX didn't have Virgil. If I said top three biggest moments from each stable, what would those moments be? So I I would say to kind of help you out, NWO, Bash the Beach, that'd be number one, Hogan turning heel. For DX side, it it can go either way. It can go um, them invading Nitro. I think that's one mm-hmm. of them. Um, Tyson joining DX. That could be another one, right? The promo against the Nation of Domination was, uh, was, a key, was a key moment. Yeah, I'd say DX had better moments. Okay, what about the promo Sean and Hunter did making fun of USA where they can't talk about that foul language and shit? That, yeah, that was great. That was too. a good one, yeah. Right. Also, when when Sean bowed out and uh, New Age Outlaws debuted, and when X Pac kind of jumped ship from WCW, that was a pretty mm-hmm. monumental moment as well. Right. 
um, NWO outside of Batch Batch at the Beach. Uh, you, you would you count Scout what, Hall and Kevin, Kevin Nash, Nash fucking throwing Rey Mysterio into a wall? I mean, yeah. what else? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really about it. Yeah. They didn't, weren't really known for moments. It was more so just their aura. Like the, the following whatever is presented by the NWO. Ooh, like that boy. shit was great, but that's not really a moment, though. I'm trying you to know? think of moments, bro. I'm drawing a blank here. You know me, I'll I, I be the one to know it, but Rey Mysterio thrown like a dart, bash at the beach. Big show joining? I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, would you count Hall and Nash <laughs> debuting? That's not NWO yet. Right? No, yeah, exactly. Scott yeah. Hall's debut, absolutely, but that's not NWO. That's more outsiders than anything. It's more it, Scott Hall than it is NWO. It, it, you know, it's it, weird. if you think about it truly, it and, and I mean, it was still good after this, but it really did. It peaked at Bash of the Beach. It never actually got better than that. No. It was still good. Yeah. It was still good for 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 a little bit after that, but it never actually achieved a greater height than Hogan turning. That was really the peak. It was it was the it was the opening and it was the peak too. I'm trying to think, bro. Oh, oh. Um Dennis Rodman <laughs> joining the NWO. Yeah, Jay Leno joining. I don't know. Jay Leno. We got um we, you know what's funny, a lot a lot of their moments came in like when when they lost like Goldberg beating Hogan uh Sting beating Sting Hogan too yeah um as far as the moment from them you know what it's a moment but it's a bad moment the 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 finger poke joint mm-hmm. that has to be yeah that too. yeah that, that has to, that finger has to poke the warrior shit with Hogan a lot of oh, stuff that was terrible it's terrible a lot of bad moments yeah um but yeah, I can't really think of much of the moment. And last one, I say legacy. Who who, who has the the greater, better legacy, NWO or DX? I want to say I want to say NWO, but I'm gonna say DX just because you, you, we kind of mentioned it. But NWO fell off a fucking cliff after mm-hmm. late '96, just in terms of the quality of Nitro and the group itself, and adding a million members. DX, I mean, again, it had better longevity, but I don't know if that necessarily means they had more a better legacy. But mm. uh, it, it's really hard to say. I still say that NWO made the bigger impact between the two factions, mm. but DX, uh, I don't know. I feel like they just have a better legacy because they weren't as watered down by the end, not nearly as much as NWO was. So it's a toss up. Mark Bullet Club. <laughs> uh, what was the question, Randy? Didn't we answer this question already? Better legacy. That didn't we? That that's the same question as the first one. It's uh, that's longevity. That's longevity. That that's different. That's different. NWO. All right, man. G- you know what? Go ahead. Eat, eat your eat your eat your tacos. Hope you enjoy it. Next time you come on the show, eat before you come on. I make no guarantees. Oh, my God. Mark, I got things to do. I'm very, I'm very busy, that. man. Bro, it, it's, I'm a journalist. It, it, talking about, it's 930 over there. It's 12. It's, damn, <laughs> it's 1230 over here. Me, me and Graham, is, it's, 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 it's Friday over here. I need a midnight snack right now. It's I Friday. Gotta, I got you, a long you're still night on Thursday. Me, you're such a heel, bro. I swear. You, 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 <laughs> you know what? You're doing a great job because I'm getting pissed off. You're doing a great job as, as, as a heel. He's a member of the NWO, Randy. He's just playing character yeah, for tonight. Yeah, he's, he's Bullet Club. He's, he, he's doing. He's being Cody Rhodes right now. 
<laughs> if I was only a tenth as good looking as Cody Rhodes, oh. man, I would have life in the palm of my hand. <laughs> uh, fellas, I'm not going to keep you guys any longer. Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report on Twitter at WrestleRant. Also the host of the WrestleRant radio show. Go ahead and check that out. Mark Raimondi from MMAFighting.com is on Twitter at Mark underscore Raimondi. You can also catch me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz. Find the two out of three falls shows on the Cruise Control podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. We really appreciate your support. Uh, fellas, thank you as always, and we'll catch up sometime next week. Got two words for you. What, Bullet Club? Right? This guy. <laughs> Did he already leave? I, I think he left. Well, two words and the guy just leaves. Well, I'll, I'll fill in for him too. Sweet. There you go. Graham, my man, thank you. Appreciate it. Sounds good, Randy. I'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, adios. All right.